dear chief, much has happened since we last spoke. Welcome to Dear Chief Podcast, where your hosts and their guests share the 411 of being married to the people who respond to 911s. Take a peek into fire family life and get unabashed advice on how to prevent forest fires in your marriage. Now, here's your hosts, two seasoned firewives, Audra and Chelsea. Welcome back to Dear Chiefs. It's Chelsea and Audra. We are here today with Lisa Yu, author of the children's series, My Parents' Job. Lisa always dreamed of being a writer and publishing books. She has a master's degree in elementary education and taught kindergarten and first grade for six years before becoming a full-time mom. Ah, She believes in treating children with respect and dignity and embracing their curiosity of the world. Me too. Children should be given the facts and guided to understand the world around them as one day they will be adults. She feels passionately about sharing this message and hopes that her books will make a positive impact on children and their families. Lisa's husband is a career firefighter and is often gone for long stretches of time. When their son turned one and a half, he began to realize that his daddy left for long periods of time and then returned. But what one and a half year old understands the concept of time and where his daddy went. He would cry and didn't understand that daddy was coming back soon. They talked to him about what daddy does, that he drives fire trucks and helps people in need, and that daddy loves us and will be back soon. After much repetition, he started to understand. Lisa soon realized that there was a problem that needed a solution. Because of this, the My Parents Job Children series was born. The books are meant to bridge the gap faster in a child's understanding of what a parent leaves of why a parent leaves for an extended period of time to go to work, especially where professions keep parents away at night and what they are doing during the duration. It is expressed in a way where a child feels proud of their parent and can come to an understanding that it's something they must do while loving them all the while. Okay. Wow. Lisa, thanks for having, or thanks for having us. Thanks for being here today. Gosh. Yeah, thanks um, for having me. <laughs> Tell us a little more about you and your firefighter. So um, we started dating in college. Um, so we've been together for quite some time. Um, and we, once we had our first son, I was still teaching and then decided um, I wanted to stay home. And it slowly led me um, to doing books. And he's been um, with his fire department, I think he's going on 12 years, it seems I still like remember going to the academy and watching him graduate because we were in college when he got hired. He got hired kind of young, so he's been on for quite a while now. And I just love seeing his passion for his work and he drives the, the truck and he takes a lot of pride in that. So I was really pleased when he thought I had a good idea and he was willing to help me make sure that the book um, matched the job and right down to the pictures and illustrations. Um, so it's been kind of a fun kind of thing together in a way. <laughs> so he, um, you guys don't live in California, right? No, we are on the East coast. We're in Connecticut. Um, that is, um, it sounds yeah. cold. <laughs> it's, it's getting there. I'm not going to lie. Since I'm pregnant with our third, I'm, I don't do well with the heat, so I'm ready for the cold weather. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not pregnant, but I also um, hate the heat. So there's that. <laughs> so tell us about the books more. Um, are they only for firefighter families or are there others? So when I wrote the firefighter book, um, I really envisioned it helping other families that were struggling um, with what we were dealing with with our son. Um, and because I taught, I'm such a big promoter of obviously reading and reading with your children, but I feel that books um, solve a lot of problems and there's so many wonderful books that, that can do that. Uh, and I thought, why not add to that in this situation? And I, I know there has to be other families that are struggling with this um, and I wanna be of some help to them. But I do also see this as an opportunity for either families with kiddos that are firefighter or fire truck obsessed um, and even teachers to help them understand what it's like to be a firefighter. So, you know, this week, it's, since it's fire prevention week, it's like a great opportunity to explain what it's like to be a firefighter um, and that there are people um, that have daddies and mommies that fight fires. So I see it as um, helping families, but also a learning experience for other families um, and children that may not have um, a working firefighter in their family. Yeah, we always, I mean, out here, I know we have, um, when we do fire prevention week, usually not during COVID, obviously, but the fire trucks come to the kindergartens all in our school district and they do uh, a whole fire prevention like overview with the kinders and it's so cute. It's like, it's one of my favorite days. I always try to volunteer on that day. So that's fun. That's a good book to read actually during, during this time. Um, and since you're a teacher, do you have any advice to our listeners about parenting through distance learning? <laughs> I feel for everyone right now with distance learning. I can't even imagine like just trying to wrap my head around what it would be like if I was teaching kindergarten distance learning and through the computer. And I know it's a really hard time for everyone, but I think everyone just, um, really just give yourself some grace because everyone's going through the same thing and it's not perfect and it's not supposed to be perfect. And uh, the last pandemic was about a hundred years ago. So we're, I think everyone's going through this day by day together and um, we're all trying our best. So um, I noticed with my son, because I have the teacher hat on sometimes that I'd be like, okay, we're sitting down and we're doing this. And sometimes he just wasn't having it because <laughs> he's only in preschool. Um, but I'm trying to get him ready for kindergarten. So what I tried to do is just step back a little bit and introduce it and for at least the younger ones in a more engaging and hands-on way. Um, and he's a little more receptive to that. So I would say just, you know, give yourself grace, take some breaks, know that we're all kind of going through it together and figuring it out. And um, I know it's hard. I wish there's there's a magic wand I could <laughs> wave and say, like, it's all over. Everyone gets to go back to school as normal. And, but, um, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't seem like that's going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> no, I, We're all no, accepting I don't that. So. <laughs> yeah. It's so hard. And I think it's hard with, with so many different things going on in different, not only different States, but in different school districts. So like where we live, um, our schools went back full time, um, but they were doing the hybrid. Um, but I know there's some, there's some towns where if their cases go up, then they're all virtual. So I know everyone's dealing with uh, different variations of what their learning looks like this year. Yeah. And that, I think that's the hardest part too, is everybody has their own different challenge with their schools. And 
so it's impossible to lump them together and give everybody the same tips because it doesn't necessarily apply to them. Yeah. <laughs> ours is ours is totally different every day, I feel like. Uh, so tell us a little bit about how you started talking to your son about daddy's job when he started having questions. So he started having questions, I would say, like around at that one and a half, half year mark, we would watch daddy. We had this little ritual where it was really sweet and we would watch him leave. Um, you know, we'd be like, daddy's going to work. Cause so my husband works 24s. Um, so he'll go for a 24 hour. And then if he gets overtime, it, it turns into a 36. Um, so depending on if that call comes, that's, that's this up a little differently, but we would wait at the window and he would pack all of his things and we would wave him goodbye through the window. And it was going well, and we were like, oh, okay, bye, Daddy, we'll see you soon. And then he really started to kind of break down, like, no, Daddy, you know, like, you know, and it was very, very hard for us. So the first step that we tried um, or that we started was just having that conversation. We would, like, prep him for it during the day. You know, today, that you know, Daddy's going to go to work, um, or, you know, Daddy's going to go to work tomorrow. And that's kind of where the book came into play because when you're waking up your, you know, one-and-a-half, two-year-old, and daddy was there at night and then daddy's not there in the morning. It's kind of like very, it's like they were, you know, they're so out of it. They were asleep. They're like, you know, daddy. And I'm like, nope, mommy, <laughs> you know, I'm here. So that's where the book came in because it just works so well reading the book at night. And then he would kind of have in his mind, he, he was like ready to go to bed. Okay, daddy won't be here tomorrow, but he'll be here the day after and that's okay. And I'd set him up with like something that we were going to do just like me and him. And now it's me, him and his sister. Um, but it really just started with the conversation. But then that's how I kind of came to think there's got to be something a little more substantial that I can really like show him and help him understand that concept. So That's really cool. Um, how does your daughter do with it? So she does pretty well. Um, I, she is going to be one actually tomorrow or not tomorrow. Oh my goodness. Two days. I get all my days confused Friday. It's her okay, birthday. Same. So she'll be two. So she'll be two. And um, she's doing well. She does the same thing. We, you know, that he'll say, you know, okay, I'm going to work, you know, can give daddy a hug. Um, if he does overtime, obviously the following day, he's not um, there in the morning, but she's been doing well. But again, it's, I'm waiting to see, you know, if that it's that age where all of a sudden the light bulb goes off and they're understanding and comprehending more. So I just feel really fortunate that I have the book ready to go if she needs to have that conversation. Um, and then the same thing with our third. Um, I feel that's a great thing that I already can have in place for them. But so far, so good with her. She seems to just kind of go with it. Um, <laughs> Daddy's home, Daddy's not home, and, and she does pretty well. <laughs> Okay, I have one more question about the book sure. because on your website it says my daddy is a police officer. Yes. Is coming soon. <laughs> yes. So that has oh. always been there's so many, um, to be honest with you, there's so many manuscripts that I've started for so many professions. Um, and publishing yourself is a lot more expensive than people realize. Um, and for me too, I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> sure. But it was something I was really passionate about. So that had been something that I wanted to do as well. Um, and it's actually a manuscript that had 
I started that probably a couple of years ago um, when I was starting, when I was doing firefighting as well. Um, so I have it ready to go, um, but I'm still kind of seeing, you know, what possibilities and things might come up. So I have like a short list of, of other professions. So I know I probably should have waited to, to put that up there. But um, yeah, I just think it's really important, especially like we said before, with the professions that are gone at night and different hours, it's very difficult um, for them. So I wanted to kind of start, start out with those professions, but I, I definitely have plans for more. Um, it's just getting the artist, the illustrator, and, and getting all of that squared away. So stay tuned. I definitely plan to do more. It won't just be the firefighting. Um, awesome. Are you, so are you planning on self-publishing those or are you looking for a publisher? So I'm thinking of um, still self-publishing those um, unless something were to come up. Um, I just really enjoy being able to have control over the project. I really like that, having that communication with the illustrator and, you know, it's kind of fun looking at illustrators and saying, wow, that they match, um, you know, what, what I'm looking for. And with, when I found Ginger, it actually worked out really well because her husband had been a fire chief um, in the department where she, where she was. And she was like, so excited. She's like, Oh, I love this. And I know exactly. I was like, Oh, this is perfect. So you'll know, you know, what, what things look like and you understand, you know, how certain things work. So, um, yeah, I think I'm going to stick with self-publishing unless something changes, but I would love to write other books too, not just, um, the profession, even though that's what I'm working on right now. I, am. Um, I'd really like to continue this for as long as, as it works. <laughs> that's awesome. I love everything about this. It's so cute. Um, I don't have the book, but Chelsea, you have a copy, right? I do have a copy of the book. And, and even my 15 year old liked it. Okay. So it's a good book. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. That makes me so happy. Like, this is the most real firefighting book I've seen for kids yet. This is awesome. <laughs> I, love that. I love that. That, that makes me so happy. I have to tell my husband that too, because that was, well, that was a big thing for me. I mean, Ginger did a wonderful job. I, I really feel I, I, can't draw um, to save my life. I do stick people. Um, but when we were going through the process, my something that's so important to me is I was like, says my husband, I know this is like, you know, he's like, Oh, it's your thing. I don't want to. And I'm like, no, I need you to make sure like this looks right. So a few times he was like, Ooh, take that tool out, take that tool out. And, you know, I was like, okay, great. And, um, I've had, I appreciate that feedback because I've heard that a few times and that was my goal to make sure that it really is representative and, and a true depiction of what it is like to be a firefighter. Um, you know, and, uh, so I'm glad to hear that, 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 went through in the book and shown through for you guys. Yeah. I think that like one of the best things about it at the very beginning of the book, it talks about what they actually do when they get to the station and that they're not just there having a party. Like it's yeah. actually working. <laughs> yeah. And so the kids yeah. are like, Oh, daddy doesn't just get to go eat and just play. Like <laughs> he actually has to clean things and do things. Like, wow. so I think, yeah. I think like, that's like the best part of the book. Like the kids, the kids really were like, Oh, that makes sense. So. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, I really wanted to parallel, you know, what was happening um, at home versus what was happening in the firehouse, you know, so when you might like, there's a page where the child is at school. And then I talk about like the training, you know, um, that they might be doing that day. So I really tried to parallel 
what was happening in, in both settings so the kids could really grasp the idea of, like you said, what it is to really be a firefighter. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's a really great book. I appreciate so, that. <laughs> we wanted to thank you for being on the show today. And um, those were, I love the tips for the tip of giving ourselves grace. Um, I feel like we're doing that a lot lately here in California, <sighs> giving ourselves a lot of grace. Um, and uh, we, we loved hearing the story of, of your son and getting in your, how you talk to him about his dad being away. Um, and the book is amazing and people should definitely go out and get it if they have kids at home. So that being said, are you ready for the hot seat? Sure. Okay. It feels okay right now, but now I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so for those just tuning in today at the end of every episode, we ask a series of rapid fire questions that our guests answer as quickly as possible. So these are like no brainer responses. Ready? Oh no. Is it like trivia? I'm very bad at that. No, it's all about you. Okay, few. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like the first thing that comes to mind. Ready? Okay. What's your favorite meal? Lobster. Ooh. That's I'm how you know. Maine. From Sorry, Maine. I'm from Maine. Okay. <laughs> We're like tacos. I don't eat it a lot. I'm I sorry, that was basic that. right now. <laughs> right? Okay, pizza, pizza. Is that better? Pizza? No, lobster's amazing. <laughs> Go with your first choice. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the last book that you read? Ooh, uh, I'm in the middle of how, oh dear, what's it called? How did, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Bleep. Ooh, that's a good book. Sorry. That's I didn't swear. One. I wanted to make sure I didn't swear, but... <laughs> Have you not listened to our shows, Lisa? (laughs) (laughs) I got to catch up. I got to catch up. Um, We're married to firefighters, so swearing happens, okay? Yes, it definitely does. It's okay. My kids kids may Um, or may not know too many. (laughs) Yeah, this one probably not. The kids might tune into this one. Um, What does integrity mean to you? Oh, integrity, I would say, is doing um, what you say you're going to do, um, no matter what how someone else may perceive it. It's what you feel um, is right, whether someone else agrees with it or not. What TV series are you binging while your firefighter is on shift? Ooh, I just finished the first season of um, Virgin River. I'm waiting for the second one. Is that a Netflix one? It's a Netflix one. Yeah. I just stumbled across it. Um, What's it about? It's a nurse who has um, unfortunate tragedies in her personal life. And she goes to it. It's actually based in California. She's supposed to be in California. And she travels. She lived in Los Angeles and she travels um, to like the wood, like the backwoods. And she's a nurse practitioner there um, helping an older doctor. So it's kind of interesting. It's got a lot going on. You should check it out if you you have Netflix. I'm always looking for a new show. So awesome. (laughs) What's the weirdest thing you've cooked for dinner on a shift night? Oh, wow. That's pretty funny. Um, like I say, Don't say lobster I, again. Okay. Oh, God, no. I haven't had that in forever. Um, can we say, like, weirdest? Could that be considered lazy as well? Because I'm like, yes. super, okay. We're going to say, like, mac and cheese and, like, chicken nuggets. That's, like. <laughs> that's, like, the best chicken. Oh, I just I did that the other the night. I definitely think it's the best, but it's, yeah. <laughs> I just did it the, I literally two days ago. 
Um, what is one thing you would tell your younger self? Um, I would say pursue what makes you happy um, and don't settle. And just if you see something and you, you want it, just put your best effort forward. And half of the battle is just putting the effort in and making it work. What is your greatest weakness? Um, I'm a little emotional sometimes, but I also think it's helpful because it allows me to uh, really engage with people and get to know them or see certain things from their perspective. And I feel like that's part of why I wrote the book is because I'm a big emotional person sometimes. So, um, but it does get, it can get me in trouble because I just kind of say how I feel and I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that, but. Uh, you, can totally, you can co- totally just come sit right next to Audra and I because we're exactly the same way. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Pretty much. <laughs> um, what do you do when you can't sleep at night? Um, I end up just lying in bed. I feel like I've had a little bit of the insomnia with this third pregnancy. But if I can't sleep, um, I usually end up just lying in bed and... Uh, like playing on my phone. I know I shouldn't because the blue light probably wakes me up more, <laughs> but and that's usually Ooh. what ends up happening. <laughs> we have, we have a podcast episode coming out just for you. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Blue light screen. <laughs> All right. Good. I got to make sure I listen. I need yep. all the tips. In a couple of episodes, I'll let you know when it comes out. Please um, do. <laughs> what is one thing you do for yourself every day? That's a good question. Um, I'm not the best at doing things for myself, to be honest. I would say um, maybe like read a few a few pages in one of the books that I'm reading or just honestly for me, downtime is just kind of tuning into like an episode or even just watching something on TV. It's very, it's not very exciting, <laughs> but it's just something that allows me to unwind a little bit and just kind of have a quiet moment sort of, I mean, TV's not quiet, but (laughs) just to reflect and relax a little bit. That's absolutely like the best kind of self-care, just relaxing and being quiet. Like I'm not a spa. I'm not really a spa girl. Plus we can't go to those right now anyway. (laughs) So, and I wouldn't go to those right now. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm not really a spa girl either, but if you're in a book, you got that. Yeah. Book. (laughs) I don't like massages. Yeah. Blanket. (laughs) What is one thing you do with your firefighter after a shift to reconnect? So we started this thing. Um, it works sometimes with the kiddos and sometimes it doesn't, but we try to give each other like a few minutes when he comes in, let, we let him get settled. Um, and then when he wants to engage in conversation, we just have like a nice conversation and we catch up and we each get, we give each other, let's just say like five minutes to talk about something that's on their mind. Um, Cause I think the biggest thing for us is just making sure that we hear each other and we hear our concerns or um, something that might be bothering us. Cause it's hard for me to like tone it down. I know when he comes home and I've been with the kids for 36 hours, there's little things and it might be really good things like something cute my daughter did. So I know I just need to give them the space to do that. Um, so that's kind of how we try to reconnect because you know, we can't, we're not really going on date nights right now, especially with the pandemic. So we just try to be like present for each other and, and listen to what's on the other one's mind and just receive it and 
and try to be there in whatever way they might need. Might That's need each other. really awesome that you do that. That's really good. Like seriously, I think we've, <laughs> we've heard from a few of our experts here lately that that's something that we definitely need to be doing. So that's yeah. awesome that you, you guys have made time and space for that. All right. Last question. What is <laughs> sure. one thing that you are grateful for? Um, grateful for the opportunity, honestly, to be able to stay home with my kids. Um, I feel like at first it was really when I made the decision, I was very conflicted. I didn't feel like I was doing either thing well. Um, and I don't mean that to sound, you know, if there's any working moms listening, you're amazing. Cause I, I give you so much credit. I don't know how you do it, but I just feel fortunate that I have the opportunity to do that. Um, and in a way I'm also fortunate that my husband is a firefighter because I know many women that stay home, they don't have that schedule of flexibility. Um, so there's things that we get to do as a family during the middle of the week that I know other people don't do because they don't have a firefighter schedule. Um, so yeah, there's some downs, you know, there's some things that make it hard, but I feel like that's been a positive being a stay at home mom is, um, you know, especially with this going on, I don't, I'm just like, all right, well, I'll just teach them at home. Like, you know, I'll just figure it out. Um, so I feel very fortunate in that way. Cause I know, um, not some women may want to do that and not be able to. So I think it's a good thing. Um, at least for me, that's what was right for our family. Yeah. I, I stayed home with my kiddos for nine years. Yeah. Um, I mean, and now I stay home with them again because we have no choice. <laughs> yeah. But it was the best thing for our family and um, I don't regret it at all. I, I'm very fortunate. I'm very, very fortunate that we have an opportunity. So, yeah, good for you. Thank you. I'm glad you're able to stay home with your kids. Me too. I mean, they're old now, so they probably would prefer it if I went to work. <laughs> I have no choice. So, and, yeah. I mean, now I work from home, so it's I get the best of both worlds, kind of. Or, I don't know. I mean, during COVID, is kind of a hot mess, but. Okay, like I said, we're all hot messes, and anyone that says they're not a hot mess is, I love you, but you're lying. Everyone's totally. a hot mess right now. One hundred percent, right there, right, Chelsea. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we should just change the name of the podcast to Hot Mess Express. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of fitting. <laughs> so, Lisa, we want to thank you again for joining us today. It's been so great learning about you and your books, and now I'm going to order one. Um, even oh, like, you're sweet. Because this is so cute. Chelsea said it's a, like amazing. So obviously, oh, I really appreciate it. My hand I, in it. I was so pleased when you you guys decided you wanted to chat with me. I was like, oh, I love it. Some girl, some girl time that I don't have to entertain the children. I free time, free time. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's why we started the podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, Chelsea? I don't know what's happening. What is happening? Okay, so if you're interested in purchasing one of Lisa's books for your little ones, please visit www.myparentsjob.com. You can also find Lisa on Instagram at myparentsjob. If you enjoyed the show today and want to keep hearing more, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes. You can also find us on Buzzsprout, Spotify, Amazon, and Google, and of course at dearchiefs.com. This is Chelsea and Audra, over and out. See you guys. Lisa, thank you.
Thanks so much for tuning in. Tune in weekly for the 25,000-foot view of loving a first responder. Audra and Chelsea, over and out. (laughs) 